Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello, queens. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Ladies, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend, and that you are ready to be productive for the new week. Now, the fall season is in full swing, and, you know, here we are moving into um, literally the last portion of the year, as we call it, because, you know, the holiday season goes by pretty quickly. We have a lot of different holidays coming up. Uh, you know, and festivities. We have the harvest season uh, in the commercial industry, Halloween. Uh, We have uh, Thanksgiving coming up. We have Hanukkah. We have Christmas. Uh, We have New Year's uh, coming into that, uh, the January timeframe. So, you know, again, we have a lot of things getting ready to go on family-wise, right? You know, um, COVID seems to have calmed down some. And so, of course, Uh, The expectations, according to the Travel Digest, is that travel season is definitely going to be very heavy um, this, this year. And so what we all want to do from a business perspective is that this is the time of year where for business owners, planning is very, very critical, right? Um, Because... You know, you're gonna want to spend time with family. You're gonna gonna have, you're gonna wanna have some fun. You're gonna wanna be a part of the festivities and the activities. And if you have children that are still school age, you're gonna get busy, no doubt about it, hands down. So what do you really need to be focusing on? What do you really need to be doing, right? Um, and what should your expectations really be as you as you carry out October through December, what should it be? So our theme for the month of October is expectation versus reality. Yeah, that's that's pretty great, huh? And I want to give a big thank you to the Women About Biz uh, program assistant, uh, Relisha, who helped to come up with that theme, expectation versus reality. You know, as we fastly approach the holiday season, it's important to evaluate and set goals that are going to get you results. However, as businesswomen, we must all remind ourselves that without structure, without action and implementation, hey, we're going to sometimes be expecting different results than what we actually get, right? You know, those results we actually want to experience will not be the same uh, as what we had hoped for. And this is something that we have to really, um, as CEOs of our business, this is something we have to really sit ourselves down and think about, right? How do I want the rest of this year to play out for my business. And so all this month, we're going to give you some incredible food for thought, right? Um, 
Today, I'll be talking about business ideas versus execution, right? Um, what does it mean to have a business idea, actually putting it in the work to attain your dreams? What is it that you need to be doing? And then in week two of this month, we're going to talk about quick riches versus profitability, right? I'm going to give you some insight on how to ensure that your business is making a profit rather than getting you tied down into, you know, a lot of the quick rich things. Uh, get rich quick mentalities, right? Um, yes, what you need to understand is that sometimes people do put different ideas into play and it does give them great results. But there was always work behind it, right? And so we have to know that. And then in week three, followers versus followers versus actual sale. Again, we're going to talk about that having a large following doesn't always mean huge sales for you. And you need to understand that, especially in social media, right? And then investors versus business loans versus bootstrapping. Exactly what is that, right? I will give you the difference between all of those as you look at funding your business and figuring out where you're going to get the money from to really start making, uh, helping you yourself to make some things happen. And then in week five, we're going to talk about burnout versus delegating. Yeah. Uh, we have to continuously remind you, uh, you as a businesswoman that, you know, you've got to start babying in your business and you've got to let your business grow up and you've got to delegate. You've got to make better plans so that you can step out in front and be the leader that your business needs you to be. So again, our theme, expectation versus reality, is a powerful theme. We're going to go a little bit deeper this month. And so again, you want to mark your calendar because there are five episodes this month, and we are definitely excited about getting them to you and giving you some great resources and different things. Well, we are still, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind is is definitely the book for the season. Uh, I have decided that we're going to just continue to carry this book out throughout the rest of this year um, because it's that powerful. And if you have not picked up your copy of The Power of the Subconscious Mind uh, by Joseph Murphy, I want you to get your copy copy of this book because it is that good. It really gives you an in-depth look at understanding your subconscious mind. And when you begin to understand your subconscious mind, listen, you, you begin to have many aha moments about why you are the way you are, why you think the way you think. You begin to learn what's been driving um, you to, to take action on all the wrong things or take action on all the right things. So you begin to understand how the conscious and the subconscious mind work together to actually give you the results you're looking for. But only if you understand how to utilize both sides of your mind and and utilize the supernatural power that God has given you. Oh, yes, it is definitely a supernatural power involved in all of this, but you must understand how to use it to have the things that you want. So one of the things that I really want to come across to you today uh, on the show is that, listen, I don't want you to feel like here it is October, the month, the year is almost over, and so I don't want you to get in a procrastinative mode where you give up. You just 
start having all of this negative self-talk about how you're going to wait to next year to do something. And you might as well just, you know, travel and go on some trips and enjoy family in the holidays. Uh, and you just kick your business to the curb. Your business is a living, thriving entity. You created it. And you can't just kick it to the curb and do that. And I hope those of you who are listening are understanding what I'm saying. Your business has to be nurtured. It has to be cared for. And so, therefore, you must always be able to have a plan of action, of, of, of structure, of accountability, of what you're going to be doing business-wise for the rest of this year. Now, I also want to say this to those of you who feel like you're in businesses that you really don't have a passion for, nothing's driving you anymore with the business, it's really not what you want, it didn't give you the results that you expected, you discovered quite a few things about it, and you're really not serving any customers, you really haven't been functioning or acting in the business itself, well, this is a good time before you carry it on into the next year. This is a good time for you um, to go ahead and end that particular venture so that you can get excited and, and look at what you are going to start or what passive streams of income you're going to look at um, so that you will be able to develop your, you know, your income streams of money coming to you. So that's very important as well, right? So again, I'm not saying for all of you to quit your your businesses. What I am saying, though, is that in every businesswoman's life, there comes a time when she has to realize that she has been playing business instead of being in business and that she's got to get serious. And then it, it it really hits her heart that this is really not the business that I want to be in and I need to stop playing with it because I have not done anything. I don't really have any customers or clients. It's not what I really want. There's nothing driving me to wake up every day excited to do the things that I need to do as a leader for this particular business entity. Then that's when it's time to put an end to it. That's when it's time to realize that I need to, I need to, respect the time that I am getting every single day, okay? Uh, I think that's very key, and I need to figure out what it is that I need to be doing. What is it that I can be doing that can be bringing me in either some part-time income, full-time income, or passive strings of income? So you've got to be figuring that out, of course. As always, if you are in that particular stage of your life and you really would like to just kind of hash it out a little bit, if you haven't had a power talk or if you, or, or even if you have, I am offering at this point an extra power talk for you to call me to talk just about that, okay, about figuring out whether or not you want to go ahead and close your business and look at where you're going to go to from there. Okay, so if that's the case, feel free to schedule a power talk. And um, what I want you to do in the subject line or the comment section of your power talk, you know, um, our theme again is expectations versus reality. So in the talk comments, put expectation versus reality. You have 24 hours to make your appointment. Don't procrastinate. Go ahead. Let's get it done today. Okay, go ahead and schedule your appointment. This is a $125 um, coaching session, and, and it is very valuable. 
it is actually what we charge. Uh, this is not some fictitious statement. This is what we charge. So I am gifting you $125 to definitely schedule your power talk. To schedule a power talk, all you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net and just scroll down there on the front page. It has the power talk link right there on the on the home page. And I hope that you guys take advantage of that, you know, because I know there are many of you that are listening out there that might be in that predicament today where you have a business, you really haven't been running it, you're you've tried you feel that you've tried or you're not it's it's not driving you to with passion to really implement, strategize. You're just not excited about it, right? Or maybe you're just not excited about things altogether, but yet you still are excited about the um the prospect of entrepreneurism. So I definitely encourage you, let's hash it out. Let's talk about it. Let me give you some resources. Very, very important. Another thing I want to share with you also that I think is important, I've been speaking with quite a few um, individuals who have called me on Power Talk to talk just about business startups. And oftentimes, I always ask individuals, when you're talking about business startup, tell me um, about your income that you have coming in now. You know, are you planning on running your business part-time? Are you planning on running your business full-time? Tell me about that part. And I do that because it's important to know where is the money going to come from to maintain your quality of living, especially if you're married or you have children, uh, you have other obligations and responsibilities that you have committed to prior. It's important to to really hash that piece out of where you're going to get your income from. Because I want to just say this, and I want you guys to always remember this, whether you're in business and you're getting ready to add a new juncture to your business, a whole new business idea, or you're getting ready to go into a new business venture, nothing will kill it faster, okay? Nothing will cause it to go down faster than you not having the money to, you know, maintain your quality of life, your quality of living, right? Because that's a whole nother additional piece of stress that you just don't need. So you always have to figure that out first. So people find it very surprising sometimes when they come to me and say they they have a business idea. And I say to them, you know, well, what are you doing for income right now? And they tell me, you know, uh, I don't have a job. You know, either I'm married or, you know, I'm getting this or that. And I say, well, you know, what is the minimum amount of money that you actually need to maintain your quality of living? And then they'll give me that number, and I'll let them know right away that, you know, can you tell me how much money it's going to require you minimum to run your business every month? And then they'll tell me something like, oh, it's a service business. I'm not really going to need any money to run it. See, that tells me that their lack of knowledge and maturity of understanding business, right? So I have to help them get there. I have to help them to understand that when you birth a business, it's just like taking care of a baby. Your baby um, needs food. Your baby needs nurturing. And you have to do everything for your baby because your baby has not yet reached that level of maturity where it can take care of itself or do things independently. It's the same thing for a business. 
When you birth a business, your business is not ready to stand out on its own. It's going to need money for advertising. It's going to need money for promotional items. It's going to need money for administrative help or, you know, graphic designers, legal fees. It's going to need a lot of different things until it can stand on its own. And and that's what most business women really need to understand. And so this month, theme, expectations versus reality, is a very good thing because I want you guys to be on the road of reality when you are planning your businesses, when you're looking for different results. I think it's very key for you to understand that, you know, it takes structure, action, and implementation um, for you to start seeing results, but it requires you to work. That's what's so very, very important. It's 12.15 after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I want to thank all of you for being here with me today and um, for giving your time and listening to the show. I appreciate all of you who have been listeners. And for all of those who are new to the show, I want to thank you, too, for joining us. Successful Woman Radio is all about you, the businesswoman. It's about helping you to come up with new ways to market your business, to strategize. It's about reminding you that you have the power to do anything that you want to in building your business and making things happen, but it all starts with you. Therefore, you have to get to know you, right? You are the queen of your own empire. And empire represents all of the things that you want to accomplish and put in there, right? Whether it's a profitable business, whether it's a nonprofit, whether it is, um, you know, investment, passive streams of income, real estate, whatever it is that you want to put in your empire, the sky is the limit for you, queen. And so at Women About Biz, we want to help you to reach those goals. We want to help you to become that queen of your empire. And so again, make sure you mark your calendar for every single Monday, whether it's a holiday, rain, sleet, or snow, as I like to say. We are going to be here at 12 noon Eastern time every Monday to give you information that you are going to be able to put to use every day right away. Again, remember our theme. Uh, make sure you write it down for those of you who have a, a successful woman radio journal in hand. Expectations versus reality. Make sure you um, make sure you write that down. And I'm just gonna again give you a rundown on all of the topics for um, this month. Again, for each Monday, we have five Mondays uh, starting with today: business ideas versus execution. Week number two, quick riches versus profitability. Week number three, followers versus the actual sale. Week number four, investors versus business loans versus bootstrapping, right? And then number five, burnout versus delegating. So again, you guys, we've got a really great topic this month, and I think you're going to want to listen to all of them. But those of you that may have missed uh, last month, episodes, definitely make sure you visit womenaboutbiz.net. Again, that's womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra.net. And then click on podcast. And as you click on podcast, on that right-hand column, you'll see the um, 
previous episodes, and you'll be able to play them. Of course, if you have an iPhone, uh, pull up podcasts on your iPhone and look up Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, mark it as a favorite. And if you have an Android phone, then look up Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher in your apps or marketplace. And um, then once you download it, look up Successful Woman Radio, mark it as a favorite, and there you'll have the show at your fingertips, right? So very, very excited to have all of you here with me today, and I'm very, very excited about our topic. And again, later on in the show today, we definitely are going to be uh, talking about business ideas versus execution, okay? But for right now, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and read you an excerpt, right? An excerpt from the book, again, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And I'm reading from Chapter 11, Your Subconscious Mind as a Partner in Success. The author, Joseph Murphy, says, success means successful living. A long period of peace, joy, and happiness on this plane may be termed success, right? The eternal experience of these qualities is everlasting life, spoken of by Jesus. The real things of life, such as peace, harmony, integrity, security, and happiness, are intangible. They come from the deep self of man. Meditating on these qualities builds these treasures of heaven in our subconscious. It is where moth nor rust does corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. And he's quoting here from Matthew 6.20. The three steps to success, he says, is first, number one, is the first step, he says, is to success is to find out the thing you love to do, then do it. Success is in loving your work. And you all know that we've heard this a lot. Follow your passion. He says, although if a man is a psychiatrist, it's not adequate for him to get a diploma and place it on the wall, he must keep up with the times, attend conventions, and continue studying the mind and its workings. He says the successful psychiatrist, for example, visits clinics and reads the latest scientific articles. In other words, he is informed in the most advanced methods of alleviating human suffering. The successful psychiatrist or doctor must have the interest of his patients at heart. Someone may say, how can I put the first step into operation? I do not know what I should do. In such a case, pray for guidance as follows. The infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind reveals to me my true place in life. Repeat this prayer quietly positively and lovingly to your deeper mind. Again, the prayer is the infinite intelligence of my subconscious mind reveals to me my true place in life. He says, as you persist with faith and confidence, the answer will come to you as a feeling, a hunch, or a tendency in a certain direction. It will come to you clearly and in peace and as an inner silent awareness. The second step, he says, to success is to specialize in some particular branch of work and know more about it than anyone else. For example, if a man chooses chemistry as his profession, he should concentrate on one of the many branches in his field. He should give all of his time and attention to his chosen speciality. He should become sufficient, enthusiastic to try to know all there is available about his field. If possible, he should know more than anyone else. He should become ardently interested in his work and should desire to service the world. 
He that is greatest among you, let him become your servant. This is a great contrast in this attitude of mind in comparison to that of man who only wants to make a living or just get by. Getting by is not true success. Man's motive must be greater. It must be nobler. He must serve others, thereby casting his bread upon the waters. He says, then the third step is the most important one. You must be sure that the thing you want to do does not redound to your success only. Your desire must not be selfish. It must benefit humanity. The path of a complete circuit must form. In other words, your idea must go forth with the purpose of blessing or serving the world. It will then come back to you, pressed down, shaking over. If it is benefiting others exclusively, the complete is not formed, and you can experience for a perfect life which consists of creation. I'm to offer you an impeccable service, and I'm going to do the job right. And I think this is very, very key. When you're in business, and I know what that feels like, you know, keep keeping transparent. I know what that feels like. When you're in business just to make money and you're, you're not as concerned with providing the service, that's a problem. When you're in business just to sell a product, but you're really not interested in whether or not the product itself is of value, that the product of itself works as you say that it does, that becomes a problem. When you care more about the money than about the service or the product, then you know that you're not servicing humanity. And I will say that many people have gotten themselves caught up in that mind path, that mind thought of, I've got to make this money. I just got to get the money. Where's the money? You know, and you're more interested in in the cha-ching than anything else is because you don't have that money needed to take care of your quality of life. See, this is why I always say don't go into business or add something new that's going to pull on your time when you know that you might have to use that time to literally, you know, get a, you know, get a job or a contracting position, something that is going to bring in some guaranteed income while you are figuring it out on the business side. And so you have to be careful about that because when you, whenever you start a business and it, it's about just the money, and you're not concerned about the quality of service or product that you're providing, it will it will fold back on you very, very hard. As I like to say, it will snap you when you're behind. And you'll get a big lesson from that. So you have to be very careful. One of the things that I have done is that I am a I am good at so many things. You know, I'm one of those people that could be a jack of all trades. I don't know. But the one thing that I have learned, the biggest lesson that I have learned in life is that you can't say yes to every good thing and you can't be everything to everybody. So there have been some, what I like to call mini businesses that I started on the side and I realized that I was in it just for the money and that's probably why it wasn't working. I've had to eliminate those. I've had to just cast those aside because it really wasn't where my, my heart is. With Women About Biz, I can do this darn thing. I can help people start businesses. I can uh, help women sort out challenges that they're having, monetize their business, 
talk about ideas. I can help them do that blindfolded. And even if I am homeless sitting on the side of the street, I want to talk to somebody about business, you know. Of course, I wouldn't want to be homeless, and, and that would represent something totally different. But I'm just saying, I'm just giving you guys a level of love that I have for helping other people uh, because I know so much about business over the years, 30 years of knowledge of different types of businesses, helping people create seven and um, six and seven figure incomes. And some of my clients even are in the eight figures now. Okay. And so it, it, it does have, I will say at the end of the day, it, it has been passion that has driven me. And what I realized is that you don't have to always have passion going into a business, but you definitely have to develop a love and passion for it. And if you can't, then don't do it. Um, and, and so this reading that I just did on success, and he talked about the three areas that you need to actually take a look at. That was in Chapter 11, where he really helped to define success and talk about what you need to do. And at the end of the day, he's basically just saying, you know, become the authority, become the expert. If you if you say this is who I am and what I do, become the authority, become the expert, whether it's a service or a product, become the authoritative figure on that. Know about it. Be passionate and let others feel that passion that you have about it. And I think that's very, very important. Again, I just read from the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Add that to your success library. We will be covering this book throughout uh, at least until um, the end of November. And so I definitely recommend that you get your own personal copy of the book itself. It is 1230, and I am just so happy that all of you are here with me. I want to welcome you to the Successful Woman Radio Show, which is, you know, a wonderful show all about helping you, the businesswoman, to gain valuable resources, tools, and resources to help you start or grow your own business. And, you know, achieve your goals, become that queen of your empire, you know, and, and that's what we are all about. So I'm glad that you are here with us. And of course, we're talking about all this month, expectation versus reality, right? It's all about uh, making sure that what we expect of ourselves and of our business is backed up by structure, backed up by action and implementation, so that our expectations and our realities are one and the same, right? But when we don't do that, guess what? Some serious uh, consequences occur as a result. So we have to be paying attention to that. I want to remind all of you as we move on into the holiday season, yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. As we move on into the holiday season, I want to remind all of you uh, that this is the time that you start looking at your holiday plans. Now, I will say even July is not too early for, for individuals that have, uh, want to have a big campaign for the holiday season, but I really want you guys to, to think about really accomplishing um, your goal of selling during the holiday season. But the only way you can do that, literally, is if you plan, right? And so I want to just, I'm looking at women about this right now because I want to give you guys 
the article that I always refer to every holiday season. I'm pulling it up right now. And actually, I think I wrote a secondary article as well. So I am going under Build Your Empire Success Club. I'm going to go up here under Business Marketing. Yep. And I believe I have it as the first two articles for you. Five holiday promotion ideas for the savvy businesswoman and five ways to market your business during the holidays. So those are those are two articles that I think would help you tremendously. Um, go ahead, read those articles, and then make your notes of what you need to do to implement them, okay? Very, very important. And uh, as we move on um, throughout this month, I will definitely uh, feature one of these articles and talk a little more in depth about marketing for, marketing for the holiday season. But yes, this is the time. If you plan on having a sale, if you plan on having a flagship product or service that you're wanting to promote during the holiday season, then this is definitely the time to do it. So to find those two articles, first of all, you need to be a um, – member, a, a free member at minimum at Women About Biz. So that's the first thing. If you are already a free member, then what you're going to do is you're going to log in. And once you log in, then you are going to uh, go to Build Your Empire and click on Success Club. And under Success Club, business marketing is what you want, okay? So again, you'll log in, go to Build Your Empire, Click on Success Club and then Business Marketing. And as you click on Business Marketing, then um, those two articles are right there for you right away. Five holiday promotion ideas and five ways to market your business. So, again, definitely take a look at them and use them as a guideline to help you to start planning and preparing for your business strategy uh, for the holiday season. Speaking of biz overall business strategy, right? This is also the same time of year that you need to be deciding on what needs to be happening for 2023 as you look at moving into the new year. You cannot wait until January um, to start planning your business. Why? Because it's going to put you behind and cause you to lose possibly three to six months in revenue. So you have to be starting out the new year running. Yeah, remember, success loves speed, and I have to remember to tell myself that, right? I think this is very, very key. Success loves speed. Now, what does that actually mean? It means that in all things that you do towards building and developing your business, do it efficiently, proficiently, and with a good even pace of time. Don't let months pass by before you work on an idea. You know, go ahead and get it done because success really does like speed. And unshakable faith, that definition that I talk about all the time, that, that belief that you have in, uh, inside of yourself, it is indeed um, something that it does have speed involved with it. Because when you have that level of belief so deeply rooted within yourself, it compels you. And that's what compel means. Compel is like it, it is a burning desire or a feeling. It compels you to take swift and immediate action. It really does. And so um, when you have the right level of belief, 
you're not going to be an idle person or a person that sits there and procrastinates because it is excited you to the point it's lit a fire on inside of you and and what you are doing is taking action quickly and so again remember that there are many of you that want to write books there are many of you that want to do some different things um this year you've had the goal to do it but you haven't and so again um, you've got to take a look at your goals. You've got to figure out what it is that you want to do for your strategic plan for your business overall for the new year. And then you've got to also take a look at what you need to be doing to be a part of the holiday season as well. Very, very key. Again, uh, this is Trina Newby with Successful Woman Radio. And I should call myself Queen Trina uh, because I indeed consider myself the queen of my own empire. So I think I will. I think this Going from this point forward, I'm going to call myself Queen Trina because I am the queen of my own empire. I like that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Y'all don't forget, remind me, I'm going to say Queen Trina because I call you all queens because we all were born with the ability to be extremely successful women. We all are the queens of our own empire, but we've got to make sure that we are good leaders and that we are queens that are structured, that take action, that have the right kind of belief, and that we are actually seeing results with all of our ventures that we get involved with, right? Very, very important, right? So you guys just hold on to that thought that I told you. This is something, a quote that I use all the time on the show with my grandmother, something that she told me as I was a teenager, moving, always moving fast, always wanting to be involved with everything. She said, baby, you can't say yes to every good thing. Mm. I didn't learn what that really meant until I was an adult well into my 30s. You know, I began to understand. It came back to me, and I began to understand exactly what that meant. So think about it. Meditate. Marinate on that because it is something that I live my life by, and I'm living it by more every single day. And I think that you'll find it becomes very special to you. It is 1238 after the hour. I want to go ahead and give you guys um, the five questions of leadership. I normally start the show with that, but I didn't today. But I do want to give that to you. Um, As many of you know, and for those of you that are new to the show, uh, every year I pick five new questions that have something to do with entrepreneurism and leadership that are going to help you to build and strengthen yourself as you begin to ask yourself these questions each and every day or as often as you need to. And this is these questions of leadership this year have been very, very powerful. People have been giving me feedback on how it's really helped them. So starting out with question number one is what's your functionality today? Are you a procrastinator or are you an action taker? Of course, you know, we all want to be queens of action. We all want to make those things happen. But in order for us to be queens of action, we have to have a definite of purpose. We have to be very, very real about what it is that we want. We've got, we have to get ourselves structured, and then we have to take that action. Here's number two. Are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? right? You you know what you're going to have to do to answer this question. You're going to have to get out your business checking statements. You're going to have to look at your cash flow analysis to determine what have your sales been so far, to, to look at whether you're on track, right? And then number three, 
what offers do you need to create? Now we're talking about uh, getting and delving into uh, promoting whatever product or service it is that you have that's going to help you to create to build your sales and profit goals, right? Number three says, what offers do you need to create to reach your sales and profit goals, right? Oftentimes, offers come in the form of landing pages. They come in the form of sales pages, advertisement, but you You've got to decide on how all of that is going to happen. What are you? How are you going to let people know what you have, right? How are you going to attract them to what you have so that you can present and sell? And then number four is your marketing strategy in place. See, everything has to begin with the marketing strategy, and you can't put the cart before the horse, right? You can't do that. You've got to make sure that you already have a marketing strategy and that you have worked it out, you've tested it, and it's in place. And a large portion of your marketing strategy needs to be automated, okay? Now, there are four core areas that you need to be thinking about in today's time um, for your marketing it should be social media should be um, implemented in, in your marketing strategy. Advertisement, yes, you got to come up off the money. You're going to have to have some type of budget. Email sequences, email sequences are part of your automation process, the part of what we call your funnel or your pipeline. They really help things get going and, and communicating to your prospect. And then videos. We're not going to be able to do without videos. Time and time again, experts are saying those women and men who own businesses that are involving videos with their business are seeing massive results, sometimes three and five times more than audio or just marketing their business. So again, you've got to pay attention to the statistics and what they are telling you. And then number five, scale of one to 10, you've got to ask yourself, what's my belief level? Now, remember, your belief level is tied directly with your actions. If you're taking actions, you should see goals being accomplished, do items marked complete on your checklist. And there, there are sometimes people that may say, hey, my belief level is on a scale of 10. But they go back and realize, no, it's not, because I don't have any action. I don't have any results. I don't have anything to back up when I'm, that belief that I say that I have. So when you have unshakable faith, that level of belief deeply rooted within you that compels you to take swift and immediate action on all your dreams, on your goals, when you, when you have that kind of belief and faith in yourself, oh, there are going to be some good results. There, you're going you're gonna to see yourself taking action. You're going to see yourself making some things happen. You're going to see yourself letting go and being the leader that you need to be. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So this is not about judgment here. This is about you holding yourself accountable and ensuring that you have the right kind of belief level to make those things happen in your business because as far as I'm concerned, it counts more than 50% of your success factor, right? I mean, I think it counts, it's up there like in a 75 percentile. The rest of that 25% is do you have your marketing strategy in place, a business plan? Do you have uh, the, the monies necessary to advertise, promote? You know, that that's that 25 percent, all of those other things that you need. But that, I, I honestly would say maybe 75 percent. And some experts may say, no, Trina, you're wrong, maybe 85 percent. But it's a high level of percentage. Uh, belief is a high level percentage 
um, that you need, that right kind of belief, that unshakable faith in order for you to be successful with your business. So sometimes if you want to know why you haven't been as successful with things, it probably has more to do with your belief than the lack of other resources. I want you to take a look at that. Just saying. Just saying. Well, we're going to go ahead and get right into our hot topic for today, business ideas versus execution. Hmm, what does that mean? Well, Felix Dennis says, ideas don't make you rich. The correct execution of ideas does. Take that to the bank. You see, an idea is simply a thought about a possible course of action that can be taken. Meanwhile, execution propels an idea forward, ensuring that the correct steps are taken to bring the idea to fruition. In other words, ideas without action steps mean zero, right? So again, that execution, the execution of your idea has to be strong enough to propel you, to push you forward in taking the correct step, right? And it's the steps that you take that that really help you to make that idea a success, right? And those steps are put in the form of goals, right? Remember, for every vision or idea that you have, it must be backed up by goals, goals to, per- to, su- to support each and every vision that, that come your way. So how do you begin, right? How do you begin to execute? Because the success of your business greatly depends upon the execution of the ideas that you have formed, okay? Take note to this, that there is a big difference between having the right idea and doing the right thing. And and this is important because one cannot thrive without the other. You first need an idea and then with the correct steps, then you will execute your plan and you will be on your way to success. So before you run with an idea, you have to really you have to really sit back and really think about whether or not it is something that is for you. Very, very important. This is why in America instant gratification has taken a hold of us and wreaked havoc in our lives because In the marketing world, by the way, created by mostly men, in the big, large PR marketing firms, still male-dominated, they know women like no other. And one one of the, I would say, psychological aspects of marketing that they have driven home and they run it home to the point to where now it has become a meme. Okay, what is a meme? M-E-M-E. It has become a meme. It, it has become almost like a virus that passes on from one generation to the other. The keeping up with the Joneses, the instant gratification, the big supersize it. You know, it, it, it's something that has infiltrated Americans and has taken hold of us to the point to where if another if enough people purchase a certain thing, whether other people really like the product or not, it becomes they're going to purchase it too because of that psychological 
impact of instant gratification. I, I got to have this because this means success, or I got to have this. I mean, take a look. How many how many women out there are wearing red bottom shoes? How many women out there are purchasing, um, you know, designer purses valued at hundreds or thousands of dollars, but they can go home and may not even have food in their refrigerator, but they want to have that purse on their arm because it represents success, it represents wealth, it represents you got it like that, right? Um, but at the end of the day, it's a letdown. It's a huge letdown. And so we have to be very, very careful about instant gratification. And, you know, ideas are similar to that. Business ideas, we can talk about business ideas all day long. Have you ever been excited about talking about a business idea and it, and it gives you a natural high because you're so excited about it? But then once you start trying to um, put it together and execute it, you get, you get uh, sidetracked, um, procrastination might set in, uh, you may get stressed over it because it's, you know, because you've already put the cart before the horse, right? You've already been talking about it, but it's not exciting you to the point to where you're going to start actually taking action. So we have to be very, very careful. And and this is why that phrase that I just quoted, ideas don't make you rich, the correct execution of the ideas does, is what you need to be excited about, the execution of the ideas. This is why when you have an idea, just keep it to yourself and those who are helping you plan it, but don't put it out there yet until it's done because it just adds unneeded stress to you, right? Now, sometimes people say, well, I put it out there. I know I have. Put it out there because it's going to make you get it done, but then what I've learned, that doesn't work always, Right? And so the correct way to do it is to be proactive, work proactively with whatever idea that you have, and then don't start promoting or marching it before it's time. Very key, right? Okay, so let's take a look at that. Okay, so um, I want to go ahead and just give you some ideas on execution. You know, what, what, what is involved in execution and what do you need to be thinking about? Okay, so let's take a look at the first uh, I would say the first part of execution is always going to be strategic planning, right? You have to write a plan before you can execute it. What do you hope to achieve? You know, what steps are needed to get you there? How much money would you like to make? How many clients will you need? You know, who will help you along the way to strategically plan it and execute it, right? So strategic planning is, is important. It's a critical piece of executing your idea. And it is the largest portion of that, that execution that you have to take your time and get it right. The next piece I would say is communication because this draws in your team that you are working with from the planning stage. Here you will have to uh, have fresh thoughts and ideas from others that will help your execution along, right? You, you have to maybe test it out. You might want to do a focus group to determine if this is what your current customers really want. There's a lot of things that you have to do before you actually move forward with that idea, and definitely you've got to be communicating with the right people. You've also got to be taking a look at other businesses that may already be um, have implemented the idea that you have, right? How can you make it better? What's your competitive edge? And so that's very key. So I've given you the first two, strategic planning, told you what that is, communication with your team, with those who are helping you to plan, 
with others. This is the important part, communicating with others also who have, who have been there, done that, so that you can pull in their wisdom. And then next is set goals. After mapping out your plan, it's really important to set realistic goals of what you can accomplish in a certain time frame. Very, very key. Okay? Remember, behind every good vision, behind every good idea are goals. And behind every good goal are to-do lists uh, that will help support. Okay? Don't forget that. It's a vital piece of executing. And then consistent tracking and reporting. It is just as important, don't forget this, to keep consistent tracking and reporting on your progress. In other words, this is where you actually have to hold yourself accountable, okay? To execute anything, accountability has to be in play. And this will allow you to know where you are and the next steps that need to be taken, right? Now, one of the, the reasons why this kind of, uh, of path, pattern has to be followed, strategic planning, communication, set goals, then create your accountability with consistent tracking and reporting so that you will know how to go back and tweak and make changes if necessary, right? And last but not least is project management. This should be ultimately an extension of your goal setting. With this, you take into consideration all the moving parts of your strategic planning and access everything that needs to be done. And this is where, as a leader, you have to release and let go and let others help you with this. This is where you're going to need to build a team of people, a power team of individuals to help you manage the project, right? This is all about delegation. This is all about leadership and authority and about you doing what you do best and letting others do the rest, okay? This is what that's about. So through it all, we see that an idea is first needed and then when paired with great execution, you can accomplish anything. This is what you need to understand and know. You can make anything happen, but a whole bunch of ideas have started sitting on paper, it's not going to get you anywhere. This is why you need to become the queen of proactivity. This is why you have to become the queen of action, right? Because being the queen of your empire means that you are stepping up to responsibilities. It means that you are releasing yourself as the primary um, implementer and you are getting others who are going to report to you whom you are going to hold responsible and follow up and follow through with right? And so this is all about executing your ideas, and there you have it, okay? Strategic planning, writing that plan out, right? Knowing what you hope to achieve, looking at who can help you. Communications is the next, you know, again, building that team of people to, to bring in new ideas and uh, other people who can help you along the way, and then you're ready for setting goals right? Mapping out your plan and setting the goals that will help you to execute and implement. And then um, consistent tracking and reporting, holding yourself accountable and holding others who you've put in place to help you, holding them accountable. And then project management, 
creating a, a power team of individuals that can help you manage the project and get things done is very, very key. And again, these are all the things needed, and these are the components to being a great executor. So there you have it, ladies. You have the information you need to execute your ideas. Now, don't forget, there's a, a few reminders I want to remind you of for those of you that are new to the show. Um, make sure that you go and visit womenaboutbiz.com. That's our, I'm sorry, womenaboutbiz.net, our main website, not .com, but .net, N-E-T, our main website. Make sure you go visit there and make sure you sign up under Join Today for our free membership so that you will have access to our great articles and resources that are available to you, right? Uh, Make sure that you guys know that you have 24 hours to schedule your power talk to really talk about or hash out um, whether or not you want to be in the business you're in or if you're just not sure, uh, you've been having these, these feelings for a while, let's talk about it. Let's hash it out a little bit, okay, and see if I can't give you some good resources or tips to move you forward to get you in a better planning stage, right? Very, very important. Also, don't forget to pick up your copy of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. It's an excellent book. It's available both in Kindle and also um, available as a, a hard copy as well. Very inexpensive. It's affordable. And it's just an excellent book to have in your success library. And last but not least, as we talk about, you know, um, our whole theme this month, expectation versus reality. Let's keep it real with ourselves and, and look at the fact that here we are, we have about four months before the year ends. We know the holiday season is coming up. Let's not, let's not build false expectations when we know as women we like to have uh, fun during the holiday season. We may have family coming in town or there's a lot of things going on with the kids. Let's not bombard ourselves with so many different goals that we think we can accomplish, but we end up sabotaging because we're not being realistic, right? With all things that we do, let us be realistic and remember, last but not least, remember you cannot say yes to every good thing. I want to thank all of you for listening to the show today, and I know Hopefully, many of you have picked up some really good nuggets, have had some aha moments, and have enjoyed our topics that we've discussed with you today. If you'd like to learn more about who we are and what we do, please make sure you go to womenaboutbiz.net and definitely join our free membership. I look so forward to connecting with you all. Take care, everybody. Have a beautiful and free